Welcome back to the reexampodcast.com, the real estate exam podcast. We've got a new set of lessons out now. We've got Washington State. The Washington Real Estate Salesperson audio lessons total eight hours and 37 minutes in length. There's 20 audio lessons. And in this podcast, I'm going to let you listen to five free sample lessons to see if you think it might be worthwhile for you to buy the full series of audio lessons. So the first lesson I'm going to be sharing with you today is the requirements for licensure, what it takes to become a real estate agent in the state of Washington. So let's get on with the lesson. Welcome to this lesson entitled Requirements for Licensure. In this lesson, we will be talking about what it takes to become a licensed real estate professional in the state of Washington. In this lesson, we'll talk about some of the the background requirements. We'll talk a little bit about the test itself and how that works. And then at the end, we will have a time where we can simply review what we've gone over. And you can test yourself to see if you understand what we've talked about today. So let's go ahead and get started. So first, let's touch on the basic requirements. These are the big things that have to be in order for you to get your license. And there are different kinds of licenses, depending on what profession you ultimately want to pursue. But most of the things that I'm going to say in this list are things that are similar no matter what background you actually want. The first is you have to be at least 18 years old. You can't be a minor and get a license. You have to be of a proper age. The second is that you have to have either a high school diploma or its equivalent. So that means that it's okay to have a GED or the equivalent, but you do have to have finished high school. That's a minimum requirement before you can even apply for your license which makes sense. You have to have shown that you have a basic academic background and responsibility in order to make that happen. Then you have to complete 90 hours of approved real estate education within two years of taking the exam. So once you've completed it, you've got two years in order to take the exam. And so this is broken down into a 60-hour course in real estate fundamentals that just goes over the basics of real estate and just a kind of a broad overall foundation. And then you've got a 30-hour course in real estate practices, so, so some of the practical matters having to deal with real estate. And so once you've got all of that education under your belt, only then can you go on to the next step. And it's important that you make sure that you get that education from somewhere that is licensed, that is accredited, so that it's going to count. If you get it from somewhere that is not accredited, it might not count, and you'll have to do it all over again, which would be a large waste of time and money. So make sure that if you're going to get education, you're going to have courses, that they are through an approved institution that is recognized by the state of Washington, And if you're from out of state, it's a good idea to make sure that whatever courses you might have taken also transfer as well before you go on to the next step. 
And the next step is just to pass the broker's exam. So once you've got your educational requirements out of the way, within those two years, you need to study for and pass the broker's exam. Part of this, uh, this educational process and the culminating the exam means that you have to register with the Applied Measurements Professionals Incorporated, also known as AMP. So this is just a, an overall organization that makes sure that you're getting all your requirements done. And the school that you're going to has to submit your course completion certificates to AMP in order for this to be valid. So you need to make sure that AMP is going to recognize the courses that you are taking. So you need to schedule your exam online through www.goamp.com. And the tests are actually administered through Pearson View, and it's V-U-E, not the typical spelling of view. And that is also administered through www.pearsonview.com. So it's important that you register well in advance. There are only certain testing sites that are available, and you need to make sure that there is a testing center that is close enough to you. Often these can happen at universities. Other educational institutions are most common as places where the exam is administered, but you just need to make sure that you have um, registered with enough time and that you have the, the date that you want. It's best to plan several months ahead to make sure that you can get in when you want and into the place that you want. So let's talk about the real estate exam itself. There are 80 questions on this exam and they are multiple choice. So that should put your mind at ease a bit. You're not going to have to do complicated essay questions of that nature, but there are going to be quite a few math questions. So do keep that in mind. It's not all just simple real estate terminology and that sort of thing. You're also going to need to know how to do some math that relates to real estate. A passing score is 75%. That means in order to pass, you've got to get at least 60 out of the 80 questions correct. Anything less than that will mean that you're going to need to study up and take the exam again. Uh, you can't get any fewer than 60 questions. And so there's two parts of the exam where the first part has to do with general real estate questions that, that just apply at a national scale. And then the other half of the questions are going to be those that are Washington state specific. So when you're talking about real estate, there are all sorts of federal laws and regulations and practices that you need to know, of course. But then you also need to know what makes Washington a bit different than, say, practicing real estate in California or Nevada or Utah or anywhere else in the United States. There will always be similarities, but then there also will be things that set us apart. And if you don't know specifically what you're talking about for Washington, then you're not going to do very well on that portion of the test. And one thing that's a bit different about Washington, right off the bat, is that you can take the two parts of the exam separate from each other. If you pass one part of the exam, so the 140 questions on the federal level, you can take and pass the other part later, as long as it's done within six months of each other. A few other things you should know about the exam. 
the exam now is taken completely on a computer. You don't do it paper and pencil anymore. In some states they still have that option to take it that way, but in this case it's all on the computer and it's closed book. That means that you can't bring in any study materials with you. You have to just study beforehand and have that be good enough. You are allowed a simple non-graphing calculator. As I mentioned, there's going to be quite a bit of math on this particular test, and that means that you will have to do simple equations. Many of those are things that are not easy just to do in your head or would take you a long time to work out on paper. It's perfectly fine to bring a simple non-graphing calculator with you. The reason they don't want you to bring a graphing calculator is because most graphing calculators have the ability to store text. And that makes it an easy way for people to try to cheat by saving things that they need to know on the test. And remember that it's closed book. That means you can't have any reference materials with you at the time of the test. So make sure that if you're going to bring a calculator, that it's a very simple calculator and that it just does math equations without doing anything else. On the day of the test, you are absolutely required to bring two different forms of ID with you. You have to have both. You can't just have one. This is just a precaution. They want to make sure that you are who you say you are. It's extremely important that there's no question as to that. As you can bring your driver's license, you can bring a passport, other kinds of military identification. All of these things will work in order to count towards your two forms of ID. Another thing that's extremely important is that you don't show up late. One of the requirements on this particular test is that you don't show up more than 15 minutes late. If you are 15 or more minutes late, you're going to have to reschedule and you may not get a refund for the fees that you had to pay in order to take the test. There are all sorts of things you can do to prepare for the test itself. Making sure that you get plenty of rest the night before is an essential thing. Making sure that you leave with plenty of time, with more time than you think you need, is extremely important. You don't want to get accidentally caught in traffic or caught in inclement weather and then find that you can't get there on time and have to reschedule the test, which takes a lot more time and money. So make sure that you are completely prepared, that you've had enough to eat, that perhaps you use the restroom before you go into the testing center to, so that there won't be any distractions or things that can take you away from the test itself. So once you take the test, that's all in the bag, it usually takes a little while to get the results back to you, but once you have the results, and if you pass the test, then there's a few things that you need to do before you're actually given your license. The first is that you have to go ahead and fill out the application for your license. This is an online application that you just you fill out everything you need to do. You fill it out and show that you've completed all the requirements for getting your license. And so that's an important next step. You have to pay a fee, so that's a pretty typical for getting any kind of professional license, is that there's a processing fee. 
and you have to turn both the fee and the application into the Washington Department of Licensing. And then finally, you have to get fingerprinted. And what fingerprints allow them to do is to run a background check on you to make sure that you don't have a criminal history or anything else that would raise a red flag. They want people who go into real estate to be of outstanding moral character, to be honest, and people aren't going to trust as much a person who has criminal things in their background is the rationale behind that. So they have to make sure that you are who you say you are and that you are not trying to hide anything. So once the fingerprints get turned in and the background check is run, then you can you go ahead and get your license. So let's go ahead and review some of the things that we talked about today and see if you remember what the basic requirements are in order to get your license. The way this is going to work is I'm going to pose a question and then you will have a few seconds to think about it. You can go ahead and pause it if you like. If not, I'll give you enough time to, to think a little bit about your answer. And once you've decided whether or not you know, then you can continue and I will go ahead and explain the answer. And this is something that I will be doing throughout all of the lessons. So it's a good idea to get some good practice now. So the first question is, how old do you have to be in order to get a license in the state of Washington? So in order to get a license, you need to be at least 18 years old. You cannot be a minor and sell real estate in the state of Washington. My next question is, what are the educational requirements in order to get a license in the state of Washington. So there's there's two main categories of things that you have to do education-wise in order to be eligible for a license. What are those two things? So the first thing is that you have to be a high school graduate or have an equivalent certificate such as a GED. If you don't have that, you're not going to be able to apply for your license. And then the second component is that you have to have 90 hours of approved real estate education. They have to, there has to be 60 hours of real estate fundamentals and 30 hours of real estate practices. My next question is, what do you have to do once you have met all of the educational requirements? What is the next step? So the next step is simply to take the broker's exam. You can go ahead and register for it online. And then you can go ahead and take the exam to hopefully pass it and go on to the next step. My next question is, on the real estate exam, how many questions are there? And of those questions, how many questions are you required to get right in order to pass the exam? So in this case, there are going to be 80 multiple choice questions, all administered on a computer. And in order to pass, you need to get at least 75%. And that means that the 60 
of those 80 questions must be correct. Any lower than that and you will not pass the exam. My next question is, what are the two main parts of the exam? What are the two main parts of the exam? So the first part is about federal things that you need to know, things that apply to our whole country. And the second part are Washington state specific things that you should know that just apply to Washington, specific laws and rules that you will be responsible for if you are selling real estate in Washington. My next question is, what are you allowed to bring with you when you come to the real estate exam? What are some things that you can bring with you? So really, you can't bring much with you. You do need to bring two forms of identification, such as a driver's license or a passport or some other picture ID. And you can also bring a simple calculator that is not a graphing calculator. This will allow you to do the math portion of the test. There will be some parts of the test that have to do with mathematics. My next question is, what will happen if you are more than 15 minutes late to your exam? If you do end up showing up more than 15 minutes late, you will be asked to reschedule your exam, which of course is not something you would want to do. What are some other things that you can do in order to prepare for your exam? So a few things you can do are make sure that you get enough rest, get some good food, that you leave early enough so that you are not late to your exam, even if something comes up. Those are all very important things to make sure that you give your best effort on the exam itself. My next question is, what do you need to do after you have passed the test in order to finalize your license? In order to do that, you just need to fill out the application and pay the fee online. And then you have to undergo a background check to make sure that everything in your history is on the up and up and that there's that they might need to worry about as, re, as it regards to your criminal history. So that is all for our lesson for today. I hope that you got a good idea of the basic pathway that you need to take in the state of Washington in order to get your real estate license. In the following lessons, we will be talking about much of the content that's actually going to be on the real estate license exam, both federal questions and specifically Washington state questions. So make sure that you pay close attention to both of those categories so that you will know what to do when the time arrives. And at the end of each of these lessons, we will be reviewing just like we did in this lesson so that you can test yourself to see how you are doing. And then at the very end of the course, we will have a few sort of practice test lessons where I will 
present a variety of questions on a variety of different topics to you, and you can respond to them and test yourself to see how well you are doing in general. But that wraps it up for our lesson for today. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for listening. If you found this lesson valuable, please go to reexampodcast.com and purchase the full bundle of lessons. You would be taken to a website called Gumroad, which would allow you to purchase and download the full series of audio lessons to your listening device. Best of luck in your career.